This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. All this time, Porter, everything you've done, everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here. from some world cast and we're looking at episode 21 which will coincide with WCCW episode 31 July 24th 1982 on the network and of course I'm joined by Kelly Nelson and Johnny Sorrow Kelly what is going on I'm doing great man we're back from that alternate reality trip we were on and back to reality in Texas in 1982 how cool is that for Johnny to sacrifice his life and go and close that wormhole up so we're back into reality. But Johnny, hey. I'm glad you're back too, buddy. Well, you know, someone's got to, you know, be the... Dude, the only one I can think of was, like, didn't Kitty Pride sacrifice herself? But I guess they brought her back to life or some shit. Well, I don't Iron know. Man tried to do it in the first Avengers. But oh, okay. Oh, right, the movie. Yeah. yeah they Going nerd deep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we were, we were referencing the fucking Watchers last week, so... Of course. You know, hey... Uh, we're back in Texas, and man, we have Jay Saldi and uh, uh, what's his name? Who's who's the other guy? Bill, Bill Mercer. Bill Mercer. Bill Mercer. They're our hosts, um, and man, we open up with Bugsy McGraw versus Pete Pete Montrose or Montrose. Uh, um, Kelly, what were your thoughts here, buddy? Um, well, I looked into Montrose, and sadly, there's nothing. He's a pure jobber. Um, what a pure jobber he is uh, Bugsy's full on acid trip now um, totally wacky um, weird clothing choices and goggles and all that um, the first thing I want to mention is that uh, on commentary they mentioned King Kong Bundy has lost his hair in, yes. in San Antonio against Kevin Von Erich so now um, Bundy is, is pretty much the Bundy we all know and love. Uh, he lost his hair and his eyebrows too. Apparently it was a very thorough shaving by Kevin. Um, <laughs> you know, they'd been at war for so long, you know, who can blame him for just going crazy there. Um, Bugsy really gave a lot to Montrose though. Um, I guess, you know, most of the jobbers do get more than your average, uh, jobber or like a WWF jobber. In world class, but still it was just a squash. And then um, we have a post-match interview. I guess we can get to that um, after Johnny's comments. But yeah, it was just a squash match. Yeah, you know Montrose is actually a famous street in Houston uh, where you where you can get like uh, gay sex and stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my. It was God. always one of those places nice. where we were told not to go as kids and stuff. Uh, <laughs> 
not that there's anything wrong with that. I shouldn't have maybe laughed so boisterously. But at the time, when you're a kid, it's funny as hell when they refer to it as the gay uh, gay sex part of town. Right. Um, <laughs> think about hearing it in 1985, or I think I was in Houston in 85 hearing about this, yeah. Uh, I can um, guarantee you it was the cleanest part of town. <laughs> um, that's not true. Every time I've ever – I was in D.C. once, and we're walking around. D.C. is a dump. And we 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 got this area. Everything was impeccable, impeccable. There wasn't any garbage on the streets or anything. And we were in the, the gay part of town. <laughs> yeah, I remember one of our big things in high school at the time, and it was disgusting. Is uh, there was these three punks who went down to Montrose and gay bashed a guy. Oh, and Jesus. It Big time news at the time, yeah. And these guys, I mean, it was weird. Uh, you know, times have changed where, um, you know, back then people didn't quite understand it. I I mean, I took a stand. I thought it was disgusting. But, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, that's that's neat and stuff. And it was just uh, like really really nuts. And I just remember those assholes showed up at one of my friend's party and they dropped a fucking glass of beer. And I told them to pick the fucking thing up. And my brother whispers, those are the killers. And I go, well, you know what? I'm standing here with a lot of my friends in my face. They ain't going to fucking do shit. And I kicked them out of the party. Hey, good for you. Still this day, I remember that because I <laughs> fucking couldn't stand those motherfuckers. Even yeah. though I didn't know who they were, that they did. And the fact they were running around fucking free. Uh, they probably all went to jail, though. By the way, to, oh, to our listeners, and we're, we're not going to go into it. A pizza little testy uh, this evening. Just, <laughs> yes. Just... <laughs> Johnny, what do you think of, uh, of, of uh, Bugs McGraw and, and, and Pete uh, Montrose? Well, I was going to mention that I grew up with a, a friend named Tom Montrose, but that's nowhere near as interesting as your story, so I'll just drop <laughs> that. Uh, it's ECW Bugsy because he's carrying around his garbage can full of shit, you know, trash can full of weapons and surprises. He calls them his associates. Uh and even though he's a, a good guy now, David Manning is going to do the pre-match, you know, check him, check him out. And he says to Manning, he goes, because he, he's he's avoiding it. And he goes, why are you checking me? Do you think I have some kind of disease or something? I was like, probably. <laughs> but uh, And Kelly, I'm surprised you didn't mention it, uh, as you mentioned it in a previous uh, episode. Uh, one of the first things Jay Saldi uh, mentions is that we're going to be seeing the colorful face of Kabuki. <laughs> yes, his favorite. Uh, God, uh, Bugsy's full Three Stooges. It's completely part of the routine. They, they mention it and everything. And uh, God, Saldi, Sal, Sal, he just sounds so dumb. He's, uh, he just, everything he says. Yeah, and, and he's the guy who went to college. Obviously, you know, didn't have to study. He was going to become no. a genealogy teacher, which is a PE teacher. Right. And he didn't make it in the, uh, in the <laughs> NFL. <laughs> That's it. And uh, and it's weird, though, because they get this shot, and I guess it was hot that day, and they had the door open of the sportatorium, and it was daytime outside. I saw, like, a tree across the street. And a guy standing there, it just, I was like, oh, that's, I assumed all these were in the evening. You know, it's just interesting. Uh, they're chanting, someone's got a sign that says Bugsy for president. I was like, it can't be worse than what we got right now. <laughs> I'm all I'm all for it. That's good. Fuck Oprah. Is Bugsy still alive? Uh, and then at the end, okay, that's it. Matches nothing. So then. Yeah, you get Bugsy interviewing with the fucking kids, which again is just a creepy. Two 
little boys this time. He he, he made sure he, he doesn't have the 14-year-old rat sitting on his lap playing <laughs> no. with his beard this time. But it's two little boys. And then he says to him, and he's so creepy. He's leaning over and he goes, do you like surprises? I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah. Bugsy Bugsy drives a van with no windows. <laughs> yeah, it's the TDO opinion. Uh, he's got the TDO van. The pedomobile. The pedomobile. Uh, he's 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 got a big supply of candy bars and lost puppy stories. <laughs> we we uh, at a wedding one time. There was like we got this van that was all black. And it fit like twenty of us because none of us wanted to be driving, and we called it the Pedo Pedophile Van, and we asked the driver if we're going to go by any schools lately. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it looks so horrible. It really did. Oh man, but yeah, it was creepy, and, were, and it's going to get creepier with Bugsy and the children. Jesus, Kelly, man, what do you think of this uh, this this family picture? Oh well, I mean. Who would have thought a match between Bugsy McGraw and Pete Montrose in 1982 would have provoked such interesting conversation uh, <laughs> 35 years later? Only um, here on uh, WorldCast. Yes. This is why we're the best out there, baby. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I, I had the same note. The, you like surprises, don't you? Um, <laughs> like, it was a different time, you know, night, more naive time, but... Anybody watching this now is just like, who the fuck was Bugsy McGraw? What the hell is going on here? Yeah, Bugsy's like that, like you're 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 uh, you're a parent and you're hiring a, a clown out of the out of the yeah. yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, he's your, John uh, Wayne Gacy. For their Christmas party, <laughs> for their birthday party, and, he, and we get Bugsy. <laughs> he's also a very accomplished painter. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Kelly. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very successful painting business. No one ever asked Bugsy about his collection of little shoes. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. Oh, man. I don't know what's more creepier, it or uh, Bugsy McGraw. Could you imagine Bugsy McGraw in the sewer? Uh, with, just with his, with his, he, he's got the goggles, so yeah. he's prepared to be in the sewer. Just looking up at some little kid. We all float down here. That's his heel turn. Oh shit! <laughs> uh, and then this transitions to Al Madrill and versus Raul Castro, Kelly. Man, yeah, you're getting some lightning matches to talk about here. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's we expect these. It's fine. It's there's a lot to talk about. Um, well, we get a wide shot of the crowd here, and it, we see a lot of empty seats. So this reminds us that you know the territory is not quite on fire yet uh, in the summer of 1982. Uh, Al wrestles pretty pissed off here because um, last week of the, the whole uh, match with Irwin that ended uh, with him failing to win the Texas title. So he goes as far as trying to rip off Castro's mask. And you can hear him say, I want to see what he looks like. <laughs> well, well he, he looks like Raul Castro, the brother of Cuban dictator Fidel Castro. <laughs> I mean, that's his name. He's not trying to hide anything. <laughs> Um, but, and I thought he was going to actually tear it off. So I, I got kind of excited. Um, and Al also totally botched a figure for it. Oh boy. <laughs> as bad as you'll ever see it botch. Um, and it was up to Castro to actually save that. 
Um, but yeah, it was bad. I mean, that's why he's the king of the two-star matches. People that uh, can have matches higher than two stars don't botch figure fours like that. I'm uh, sad to say for Al. Um, and then it just ended a couple moments later with uh, Al with a flying body press. Um, basically another extended squash match. Yep. Johnny, any any, any thoughts on the uh, extended squash match? No, I just laughed so hard at that figure four. I mean, that was something. I mean, that was a like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that was something. Ones and, 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 and this, this was a they gave it up. They gave it up. They didn't even try to fix it lying down. They just gave up and then then conferred and said, okay, we'll do the flying body press instead. <laughs> and then, Kelly, man, we get some, we get some incredible uh, takes from Kerry and Kevin. What uh? What do you think of this promo? Uh, well, it's it's basically uh, the same as we've we've seen from them. Awkward, uh, Carrie, you know, smiling, probably mm. a little little baked. Um, mm. His main line was because they I don't know they're they're tanned up and they're looking great. And he said we didn't get these tans from laying on the you know, or laying in the sun. We got them from running on the beach. You know, so we're not lazy. Uh, I don't know if you can get a tan from running. Um, you'd have to run quite quite a long time. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, that's all I have. Hey. Yeah, hey. it was uh, very, uh, it was terrible. Absolutely <laughs> terrible. I didn't even remember it. I, it. Now that you mentioned it, I, I thought, yeah, he said something about the beach, and I didn't write anything down because it was pretty quick. And uh, But uh, Kerry's delivery is the best because he's never angry, really. He's He's just so high. You know, and like he, he's not he's not out there giving coked up type. He's giving stoned promos. You know, he's like he's always saying, "Hey, and you know, and you know, he he always has that cadence, especially here. You know, it's right. it's hilarious. Yeah, he's like that jock who's just too cool for school in a way. And Kevin just wound up like a motherfucker. Uh, Carrie just no, no, to be honest, Carrie just seems like a sweet, nice guy. Yeah, he just really comes off like he's he uh, he'd rather do writing poetry and getting high than doing this shit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, he's probably right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get Kabuki versus Brian Adidas. Uh, Kelly, <laughs> the hits keep on coming this week. Um, oh boy. Uh, so Brian Adidas, where does his hair rank on the Tony Guerrero scale? <laughs> You know what? I don't like I don't like having the Brian Adidas's name mentioned with a great man oh, like Tony Adidas. Okay. I, I I don't care for Brian Adidas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he's got a fine head of hair. Um, uh, it's a little too Meltzery, like you mentioned. <laughs> for, you know, it, okay, okay, or 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 no, no. Um, uh, from Welcome Back, Cotter. He's got it's Juan Epsteiny. Okay. You know. Okay. It's not a glorious coif like Tony Guerrero. Right, yeah. Um, I thought there was decent back-and-forth action in this match. It looked like some really stiff kicks by Kabuki. Actually, I thought this was a good match. Um, and then we get a gorilla entering the ring. <laughs> Who is this? I didn't know Duggan worked this gimmick in multiple ter- – oh, no, it's, it's Bugsy McGraw. <laughs> this is one of his surprises. Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> so, you know, he's at war with H&H, uh, Bugsy is, and that plays into this. Um, so it was just, this match was a backdrop for that little uh, angle. Um, 
But yeah, this is the best Brian Adidas match I've ever seen, if nothing else. Eh. Eh, what about you, John? <laughs> so first of all, Gary Hart's wearing a ruffled shirt. Oh, yeah. And at first I'm like, hey, that's fucking boss. He's got a ruffled shirt. We'll find out later why he's wearing this ruffled shirt, and I figured it out why. <laughs> but speaking of those kicks, Kelly, uh, I can't remember if it was Mercer or Saldi. Probably Mercer because it was too smart for Saldi. Is that you have to admire Kabuki's restraint, given that he's all about leg muscles and, and the way. So he could literally kick a man's head off of his neck. <laughs> but so you really have to admire his restraint. That was, was kind of neat. Uh, and then they get in this line. I think it was Saldi. Well, Kabuki's the best wrestler Brian Adidas has faced yet because, you know, he doesn't face the Von Erics. <laughs> fuck you. Ugh, fuck you. Could have been worse. He could have said, it's the toughest he's faced because he doesn't get to face David, man. <laughs> go, David, go. Go, David, go. Fuck you, you inbred fucking... Anyway, uh, Saldi gets this line. He's like, you don't know where he's coming from or what he's coming from. <laughs> no, what? Uh, then he, he, he gets to talking about Wildfire Tommy Rich and shit and the fact that we know he reads the magazines. Because uh, he says, there's a man responsible for bringing in, and he says, Wildfire Tommy Rich. Now, if you guys reads the magazines, Tommy Rich is a big fucking deal. So uh, he goes, and let me reiterate, David Von Erich has not turned on his family. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, OK, <laughs> it's not just about his heel run there, because and we'll talk about the, the, the next time he brings this up the next show. But there's no boiler. Well, yeah, but I don't, you know, okay. But he, turning on his family was never really part of the storyline with his heel turn in Florida because Carrie wow. was there, Fritz was there, you know. Um, that's an aftermag headline right there. David Von Erich says, I don't want to be a Von Erich or to hell with my family. That, yeah. That's pure aftermag shit. Oh, yeah. You know, that's I, I had a it was what it was my favorite game to do on Brain Buster was the fake headlines versus the real ones. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, what's Brain Buster? Oh, it was a show I used to do. It was wonderful. <laughs> uh, but he reads these and he's on this story in a big, mm -hmm. bad way. It's hilarious. And then he, he, he's epileptic about it. And David and I'm sorry, Bill Mercer is. Just wanted to kind of move it along a little bit. He goes, yeah, well, he goes, well, it, well th that was just a bad rumor. <laughs> a bad rumor. And suddenly, it's a gorilla. Yeah, it's a gorilla. But Kabuki is scared of the gorilla and runs away. And I first wrote down, he looked over and saw Bugsy McGraw in a fucking ape suit and went, and actually, he didn't run away. He stormed out. He's like, I'm the great fucking Kabuki. What the fuck? No, no, I'm not having any part of this bullshit. <laughs> and, and the kids, though, are going batshit for this. You know, 
Those kids are going nuts for this. So mission accomplished would make it a favorite of the kids. And then we got Gary Hart at ringside. And he's being interviewed. They're like, what do you think? What happened, Gary? He's like, what? He's, you know, Kabuki's, you know, he's from the jungle. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> he's used to seeing fake gorillas. He's scared of them. He's from the jungle. And then Bugsy hits him in the face with a pie, which now we know why he was wearing the ruffle shirt. That was an old wedding shirt he had that he was never going to wear again because <laughs> he wasn't going to wear one of his <laughs> nice shirts right. or, or one of his Cosby sweaters or what have you. That's later. But, you know, he's wearing he it. Oh, I'm never going to wear this again because <laughs> that's what got ruined. <laughs> he's from the jungle. Well, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I had a, uh, an uncle who would always dress up uh, whenever he like is, uh, he'd get his like uh, kids about like, a birthday party and stuff. He'd always have his brother-in-law dress up as a uh, gorilla and crash the party. <laughs> Texas is interesting. Well, this is New York. <laughs> oh, no. it's the same. <laughs> well, what what do you guys think of the Gary Hart interview? Let's start with you, Johnny. And uh, he has that fucking shirt. And uh, and go from there, man. I, I can't even do this thing justice. Uh, actually, I just did. Yeah, the pie in the face and all that. Oh, you did. You covered that. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. What did you think of it, Kelly? Uh, yeah, was, uh, the ruffled shirt was hilarious. Um, Gary Hart, the man of interesting fashion choices. Um, but what's more interesting is this uh, workout session we're about to get to. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, pro wrestling announcer Kevin Kelly here. I want to make sure you are all subscribed to all the great feeds here at Place to Be Nation. It's really easy to do. Just head to iTunes or your preferred podcatcher app today and search and subscribe to the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, which, of course, includes the full archives of the Kevin Kelly Show, the Place to Be Nation pod feed, and the pro wrestling only feed. Subscribe, listen, and then rate us and leave feedback today. And be sure to give Justin your true thoughts. I mean, don't hold back. After all, he is kind of a jerk. Just listen to Scott. Place Diminations, JT Rosero and Chad Campbell here. We want to let you know that we have a ton of great podcasts available to you on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and PlayStation.com. And we offer those to you on three great feeds. On the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed, we bring you the Mothership, the original Place to Be podcast, as well as main event to Lucha Afterground and our monthly pay-per-view reaction shows, as well as the Our Vantage Point podcast and Jeff Learns Wrestling. In addition to these full-length shows, we also deliver quick-hit pod blasts on topics old and new. Over on the Pro Wrestling Only feed, we dive deep inside the wrestling business with a stacked army of experts leading the way. The feed features potpourri shows such as This Week in Wrestling, Greetings from Allentown, Psychology is Dead, Puro Puri, Stacy and Elliot's Bogus Journey, and the Military Industrial Suplex. We also have shows that focus intently on certain topics like Letters from Center Stage, Space City, and NWA Classics on Demand Adventure, Through the Years, Strong Style History, Strong Style Story, and Mount Olympus. Plus, the feed has the full archives of legendary shows like Titans of Wrestling, Where the Big Boys Play, Letters from Kayfabe, and much more. 
And on our popular Place to Be Nation Pop podcast feed, we offer such great shows as the Glenn Butler Podcast Hour Spectacular, Rank and File, PTBN Dadcast, Go Home in a Box, NBA Team, and Lucha Undead, as well as a vertical podcast heaven for comics fans with the hard-traveling fanboys, Sellers Points, Todd Weber's Conversation, Geek and Sassy, and Imaginary Stories Podcasts. You can find all of these current shows plus archives of our past podcasts, including The Kevin Kelly Show, as well by subscribing to all of our feeds on iTunes. And while there, be sure to rate and leave feedback as well. All of these shows, plus others available on PlaceMination.com, where we cover pro wrestling, sports, movies, comics, plus in-depth stretch projects and more. Be sure to support our site by using PlaceMation.com backslash Amazon when shopping online and download our free PTB Vintage Vault Refresh eBooks via the links on our site. We also want to thank our friends at Bonehead's Wingbar in Westworld, Rhode Island and Fall River, Massachusetts, TheHistoryOfWrestling.com, and Scott Keats' Blog of Doom. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr as well. PlaceMation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Which is uh, uh, what happened here. <laughs> well, it's it's Kabuki and Dragon in the workout session with the Gary yeah. Hart. Right. What do you think of it, Johnny? Um, so you got casual Bill Mercer in his like 1970 Sears catalog uh, shirt. The outfit, I mean, he, he stepped right out of the Sears catalog. And Gary Hart's in his Cubs jacket. <laughs> And first of all, Bill Mercer and Gary Hart are very cordial here. It's this is not a he's not acting like a jerk to Mercer. He's not Mercer's not giving in his face about tactic. It's very professionally done. Is it he makes I always wear my Cubs jacket and he goes, Oh, you Cubs fans. You know, it's just lighthearted. And they're and he's trying to describe, Gary Hart's trying to describe what everyone's going to see and using uh, references. And it's a, he's giving a great description about what this is. And then he, he but he ends it with, uh, he starts referencing uh, the, the TV miniseries Shogun. So the people out there have no idea what he's talking about. I go, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I remember that. So the dummies can understand what's going on. And he's, he's and I don't know, maybe this is the proper way to pronounce it. But he's calling it gung fu, right? Not kung fu. And then he says jujitsu instead of jujitsu, and I'm like, maybe I don't know, but it sounds weird to me. And then they go out there to do their shit and spar, and I was under the impression they were going to be, I don't know, sparring against other people. I don't know. They're sparring against each other, so purposely not trying to hurt each other, and it looks like... It's got to be cool, like what Moody used to do. Or yeah, yeah. You know, and, and, and it turns into interpretive dance, because <laughs> Dragon sucks. And like, Muda, you know, when they, when they just show Muda with his nunchucks, you're like, hey, that's cool. Anytime Dragon's in there, Dragon's looking like he's dancing, and, and, and... and Oh, it's it's ridiculous. It's awful. And then they crash up with they crack open a watermelon like Gallagher. Uh, <laughs> he, he's even yelling "Hi ya, Hi ya!" I'm like, what the fuck, dude? And, but then they get to talking about you know, you know, hey, I've been be in Texas or be in New Jersey. There were flea markets where you could buy this shit in the 1980s, and kids had them. And they're talking about. Uh, why kids shouldn't play with them. And Gary Hart specifically talks about the nunchucks. 
you know, about that's especially something kids should, because he knows, because that's the one kids had. You know, kids get their hands on some fucking nunchucks. Every, anyone could get throwing stars. But, you know, you did that one kid who had fucking nunchucks and shit, and it was like, oh, shit, man. And you could fuck somebody up with those things. So Gary Hart's, well, kids, don't do this. But I enjoyed this. It was I enjoyed the banter between Gary Hart and Bill Mercer. I did, and I got a big laugh out of watching Dragon prance around there. Like, remember that Bugs Bunny where he's a wrestler? Yeah. And the big crusher guy, the first guy he beats up is the the, the gorgeous Georgie type guy who's like prancing around the ring. That's what the Dragon reminded me of here. Ellie, what do you think of this, man? Uh- yeah, it was it was pretty cheesy. It was it was funny. Um, Hart uh, he shows you know that he's not just a cliched heel manager. He's he's got nuance to him. So he can be like Johnny said, serious and and sincere. You know, he wasn't really being a heel here. Um, and him and Mercer were just chatting, and he gets in. Uh, Hart gets into some serious like bullshitting about the history of martial arts that I, I don't know. <laughs> I think he was just making up on the spot, pretty much. Um, it anyway. all derives. What, what did it all derive from, Kelly? I don't know. It it's it sounded plausible, I guess. <laughs> hey, I believed it. Yeah, exactly. At the time, you wouldn't question it, but yeah, you, you could tell he was just just you know making it up there. Um, was this really Kabuki under the mask? That was a note that I made because. <laughs> Is he really that good with the nunchucks? Because uh, this guy was quite skilled um, in that demonstration. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you never saw Kabuki's face. Or, well, I mean, it's often obscured anyway under the hair and all that. But I'm not sure if this was really the Kabuki so, thing. Sorry, you, think, you think they used the stunt Kabuki? I think they had a ringer for, yeah. Uh-huh. Or, uh, no, yeah, it's... <laughs> For uh, uh, yeah, stunt Kabuki basically, yeah, to do <laughs> to do the nunchuck spot. Well, I mean, you've been watching a lot of the Carolina footage. They use a lot of fake Kabukis on it. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. There's the ninja. Um, uh, so anyway, this is you know very typical for the '80s. These sort of segments, and you would see them later in all the other territories doing stuff like this. Um, it it worked in in getting over like I guess the the you know what this whole gimmick is all about. But looking it at it, it worked when you were twelve. Yeah, 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 exactly. Looking at it through mature eyes, it's just you know ha 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 sort of stuff. Um, and, dude, I, dude, Ricky the Ricky Steamboat fighting ninjas was was more convincing than this shit. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, and that wasn't exactly super convincing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, I hope we get more of these because they're a they're a hoot to to watch. That's for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely gives a ten on the hoot scale. Um, <laughs> then we get to the main event of Kevin and Carrie Von Eric versus King Kong Bundy and Wild Bill Irwin. Kelly, what were you thinking here? Um, super hot crowd. Uh, yeah. Um, Bundy, like I mentioned, is now complete. He's got even the singlet now. He, he doesn't have the long pants part to it. He, he's got rid of that. He is. Did, did Kevin shave them too? Yeah, he, he just shaved his stop pants. himself. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah. Uh, very good work from Carrie in this one. I thought. 
uh, especially playing face in peril. Uh, he's, you know, he is such a star at this time. I mean, he was, he looks great. He's really good in the ring. His promo ability is horrible, but that wasn't as big of a deal uh, then as it would be today. Um, so he had it all basically, and and it's it's clear that he was the best, I think, of the Von Erichs at this time. Um, Kevin continues to be the reckless hothead, and he plays that character well. And let's see, this the finish was pretty sudden. Where does he play it well, or is that a shoot? Yeah, well, I think it's a bit of uh, yeah, it's a bit of both. I mean, he was, you know, that's what a lot of wrestlers say is that he was uh, very stiff, um, like a crowbar in the ring, and uh, and all that. But you know, what whatever works. I mean, it it it, it worked for him. Um, we get a blind tag to Irwin, and then Irwin came off the top with a with a knee to Kevin as Ke- uh, Kevin was pinning Bundy. So we get a pin. Oh no. Who uh da, 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 da. who are the champions in this? It's been a while since I've seen this match. I have the ti- the note non title, so of course the champs lose. Who lost? Well the, well the Von Erichs lost because oh, uh, Right. Okay, so they be, were the yeah, champs. Be, because the heels and I don't remember the details of it, but the heels beat them clean by outsmarting them. Yes, okay. Yeah, yeah now it makes I just was confused as to who the actual tag champs we're here and what tag titles these were being contested. Well, well, who can blame you? I mean, you? You can't keep track of this shit no. based on this television. No, there's too many titles, too many tag team titles. Um, so, yes, Kevin and Carrie are the champions uh, of something. Uh, and Bundy and Irwin won, <laughs> yes, with the blind tag that Kevin didn't notice. And, um, yes, so we're going to get a, a, a title match, apparently, from this, I'm sure. That was a good match. All right. Yeah, I, I thought it was solid. I like, I liked, I liked the shine by the Von Erichs working, uh, working the arms, and then, and then Bundy cuts him off. And the heels get a pretty good heat on it. Yeah, it's a good, solid, hard hitting match. You know, nothing you can really complain about. Uh, what, what you make of it, Johnny? So, for what feels like forever, we've been listening to Wild Bill Irwin go on about like, I don't need managers. I don't need managers. Yeah, you do. You know, in fact, you need two managers. Yeah. <laughs> One of whom, Hussein, the, his the outfit, plaid shorts, white <laughs> socks, uh, his T-shirt, and a plaid beret that matches the the shorts. I was like, oh, my goodness. Is he, is he getting ready to retire? Because that's what a retiree would wear. And please, is he getting ready to retire? Kelly? Well, I thought he was working like a Scottish golfer's gimmick all of a sudden. Uh, yeah, maybe the, that's uh, – I, I just brought up – I'm like, oh, God, cause he, he, he's got to go away soon. Yes. <laughs> and Hopefully. so, Saldi, uh, when they mentioned the singlet, they're like busting on it. Like, look at that outfit. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with that? It's a singlet in wrestling. What are you making – they're making fun of it? And he goes – Kid Kong Bundy, proof that there's really cone heads. I was like, <laughs> cone head? It's, it, he's got one of the roundest heads in the history of wrestling, and you said cone head. You fucking dummy. And the camera gets this shot of a young uh, teenage uh, black kid, black uh, uh, fella, and with, with his white girlfriend, and he's got his arm around her, and the camera catches him and quickly jumps. 
but not before he notices and gives this slight wave. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> it was great. And, yeah, they beat him clean by aspiring him. I like that. Which does lend to the narrative. They're saying, well, now that Bill Irwin's in H&H, they're stronger than ever. And they beat the Von Erich. So that that's mm-hmm. how you tell that story. So, But the fans, at the end, are chanting. We want Bugsy. They are the Von Erichs are in the ring mm-hmm. and fight and fighting the bad guys and what have you. And they're chanting, we want Bugsy and it's huge. And I'm like, damn, yeah, I don't, I don't, I didn't remember him being this over in this character, but he's over. Yeah. Mm. Well, it was his, you know, he was the one who left H and H. So it's his main sort of, Rivalry now, right? yeah, uh, yeah. He's but at the end of it, he. It's, so we're gonna talk about the the end of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, okay, Bugsy's at ringside with a harem of children, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, for all of my, you know, the jokes that are running through my head that are all twisted and sick. Then I went into my musical theater background. I'm like, he's like Fagin in Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> this creepy old man with an army of children. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's it's working. They love him. They yep. love him. Uh, he's like, these are all my real children. I'm the original Big Daddy Dudley. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you make of it, Kelly? Uh, I I oh of the the Bugsy with the the children. Well, I just made the note that there must be some stories here. Uh, <laughs> there's gotta be so at least a counseling bill <laughs> in this current climate we're in with all these allegations flying mm-hmm. all over eventually we'll 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 get a bit of the the full this don't look it don't look good for bugsy i'm telling you <laughs> it did, i mean you know it's like him and it's like, He's like the okay. I can't even make that. I'm not even gonna make the Are joke. Are we gonna make the joke about. that one of them's gonna go on Twitter and say, "Okay, I can't hide this any longer." Bugsy McGraw. No, well, well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Mine was just like he's like Bugsy was his his version of an Olympic uh, gymnastics doctor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> on that note. Sure. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Uh, oh, really? After the opening bit? <laughs> <laughs> Torn from the headlines talk on Worldcast. Oh, man. I I thought this was a pretty pretty brutal show. Uh, I didn't have a whole lot going for me. No. What about what about you, Kelly? Yeah, I agree. A totally a total skippable, forgettable episode. John, any 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 anything besides counseling visits? Are we talking about the world class show or this? But... <laughs> oh no, this is must listen. Of course it is. But uh, no, nah, this show stunk. <laughs> All right, man. On that note, when we head on out of here, Kelly, you have anything you got to plug? Uh no, I'm I'm plugless today. Um, just doing this and i'll be on the place to be podcast again in a few weeks but other than that nice yeah oh well actually johnny and i have something cooking in the works mm-hmm. but i i I'll, I'll just leave it at that 
Is it imaginary stories? No, it's no, not imaginary no. stories, sadly. It's going to be a Mount Olympus episode, though. So I'll oh, leave wow. that little teaser. I thought since Johnny was teasing Brain Buster, he was going to announce the return. <laughs> oh, fuck just, no. Just me and Dude. Johnny doing it, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's just, it's just going to be me asking him questions for half an hour. <laughs> That's it. You win again. Because you know what? That'd be easier than the writing. Uh. <laughs> well, on that note, while we're out of here, have a great week, guys. Laters. My heartaches and troubles are just up and gone The moment that you come in view And with your hand in mine, dear I could dance on and on And I could waltz across Texas with you across Texas with you in my arms walls across Texas with you like a storybook ending I'm lost in your charms and I could waltz across Texas with you